I think the rarest and probably greatest feat in Australian sport, David, is to simultaneously be Australia's best and most likable sports person. I'm not <laughs> sure it's happened all that often, but it's a dual crown that our next guest did hold. Ash Barty shocked the tennis world when in March this year she announced her retirement. Her memoir, My Dream Time, has just come out and is available in bookstores now. She joins us on 5AA Breakfast. Ash, good morning to you. Good morning. How are we? We're good, thank you, Ash. And look, congratulations on a remarkable career. Kind of a brief career, though, in a way, when you when you look at some of the other tennis players who've kicked on and, and increasingly now with our capacity for longevity as human beings, people playing up until they're 40 years old. What was the What was the thinking behind just suddenly chucking it in? Was there a moment when you knew that you just didn't really sort of have the have the drive for it or the interest in it anymore? Yeah, it certainly certainly wasn't wasn't a short career to me. I, I, I had the opportunity to live out my dream and play the sport that I love for over 20 years, uh, and not many people get to do that. So I felt completely fulfilled and happy, and I was very fortunate to be able to live out my, my ultimate childhood dream of, of winning Wimbledon, and I had a career that was filled with success in a sense of knowing that I gave absolutely everything that I could to the sport, uh, and it gave me so much more in return. So Certainly not not short lived in in my eyes. I suppose when you, I mean, it's funny because you are in your mid twenties, but I suppose for you, what? How old were you when you when it started to get serious? You would have been less than ten, I guess. Yeah, I, I played my first tournament probably when I was eight years old and travelled internationally uh, for the first time from when I was thirteen. So to do that for wow. for a dozen years um, is is long, um, and obviously I had I had so many incredible experiences and, and was able to see places all around the world that. I wouldn't have seen if it if it wasn't for tennis and the journey that that I was on. Hmm. I I like the way you you addressed the question about the impetus behind writing a memoir, and and you've said that you wanted to write something that allowed you to give credit to the people that got you to where you are, and a lot of those people are are largely unknown to those of us in the general public. Was there someone or some group of people that encapsulated that motivation for you that you thought people need to know what this person meant to me? Yeah, that was it. Was my team? Uh, it was in my extended team. I think there are so many people that that put love and energy and support and and sacrificed so much to to try and help me and allow me to to live out my dream. And they all did it um, without ego. They all did it uh, without recognition, and and they did it behind the scenes in in a really uh, beautiful way. So it was a, a dedication to them, if um, if not anything else, and just a, a thank you and an acknowledgement for for all of the work and. And um, yeah, the the energy that they put into my life because w- without them I wouldn't have had half the opportunities I did, and and certainly without them I, I wouldn't have grown into the person or the player that I did. Hmm. Well, on the face of it, Ash, people probably look at something like tennis and think, "Oh, how glamorous!" You know, you're jet setting, you're staying in all these great hotels, you're going to New York one day, and then you're going down to Florida, and then off to London. But is a lot of it like? A bit of a grind, like it, it, it would actually be all the logistics of getting around. You must feel like a, a mouse in a wheel sometimes. Yeah, there, there are certainly challenges to it, but but in saying that as well, you do, you do get to go to incredible places. And without without tennis and without my career, I would have never seen New York or London, or or have been able to go to the Taj Mahal and see so many incredible things. And you, you know, you you're, you're there for a purpose. You're there for a job. And for me, there was not a lot of time. Um, to sightsee or take it all in. It, oh, my purpose was to go there and, and bring out the best of myself on the court and, and we went there with that intention every time and along the way if we could 
stop and smell the roses, it was great, and, and probably had a greater appreciation for that uh, a little bit later in my career. I mentioned right at the start, Ash, that I think you, you achieved something that's very rare in Australian sport. You're world number one, but you were arguably our best sports person, and I think undoubtedly our most beloved and, and most liked over your lifetime. And Look, we haven't always been able to say that about tennis players. The sport, I think, maybe fairly or unfairly, has had a reputation for, for people often that um, have, have rubbed the public the wrong way or there have been incidents of, of, of bad parenting stories. And we had another one just the other day, that awful video that came out of that father in Serbia with a 14-year-old uh, old girl. How do you think? How do you think you avoided the trap that other tennis players have fallen into? Was that just your nature, or were you were you brought up a certain way that allowed you to stand out from the pack? Yeah, I, I obviously I, I don't know about other other players' journeys or their upbringing. That's not something that I can really comment on. But I think I just know that I had the the most encouraging, um, amazing support network from my family, and and then that extends through my team. Uh, professionally, and they've turned into my extended family as well. You know, our relationship is fantastic. It's it's still the same now. We're just not training together or, or hitting tennis balls anymore. But yeah, it's, it's. I mean, I'm I'm not uh, you know knowledgeable, I suppose, about other people's upbringings or what they do. But I just know that that my experience was was amazing. Hmm. So, what does life look like for you now, Ash? Because I saw yesterday in the in the papers and on the websites. Um, you, you've pretty much ruled out a return, not just to tennis, but but to sport, because there have been some speculation about you maybe playing cricket, and even here in this Aussie rules mad town, we're hoping maybe you'd pull on a jump from play AFLW. But um, is 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 that part of your life over now, as far as you're concerned with sport? Yeah, there, there was there was no intention ever for me. I think the the speculation was. Maybe had some mayo added on it as well and some smoke from, from everyone else, but that certainly wasn't coming from me. So line in the sand. I've said it all along that I was done. It's now now maybe time for everyone to accept that. And, uh, yeah, I'll challenge myself in different ways. Is there, professionally then or otherwise, and ex- excuse my crude phrasing, but is there something else now in your life that you'll aspire to be world number one in, do you think? Just being the best person that I can be. That's, that's always been my challenge from day dot was, was more important ever than than the tennis side of it as well. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see what what my future brings. Obviously, this writing this memoir and going through this process has been um, liberating. It's been incredible, and I think it's taken up a lot of my time and my team's time over the last twelve months. And and now we we kind of have the opportunity to hit the reset button and, and start again for next year and see what else is possible. You mentioned writing the memoir. You've also written the um, the children's books, the Little Ash series of books. Is is the writing something you've developed a bit of a taste for? So it was for me. Uh, I, I fell in love with with books when I was very young, and, and very quickly I became an an avid reader uh, on the road. It was probably my biggest companion in a sense of falling in love with storytelling and and educating education through through books and through storytelling. So I think. For me, it was just uh, trying to encourage and share my love with with kids um, was a massive part of my inspiration behind writing the, the kids' books, and that was so much fun. Uh, honestly, it was it was incredible. Well, the book is my dream time. The author is, of course, Ash Barty, who we've had the pleasure of talking to this morning out now through Harper Collins. Ash, thank you mm, so much for your time. Absolutely. It's been a real pleasure talking to you. You're just a genuinely awesome person, and whatever the future does bring, we wish you all the very best. Beauty, thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it. What a lovely person. Absolutely. Well, just amazing. You can just be absolute, like, you know, the best in the world.
the best at an individual sport, and there was a yeah. degree of selfishness that probably has to come with that. And yeah. she's never displayed any of the, the no. trappings of that. Amazing, yeah, remarkable human being. David Penberthy and Will Goodings, six to nine, five double A breakfast.